Today's message is brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. First of all, I just want to shout out to the mothers in the nosebleed sections. I see you way out there, and happy Mother's Day to you. We love you. Thank you guys for being so patient and working with us on all of this and the distancings and the regulations and all that fun stuff that we get to do. So, um, But anyways, this morning, I just want to read a scripture to you real quick, and then we'll pray. But Proverbs 31, 10 through 30. Who can find a virtuous wife, for her worth is far above rubies? The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hand holds to the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for, her, for all her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. And I just want to go back to this scripture that says her children rise up and call her blessed. I just want to honor my mother this morning because I've seen my mother love her husband seen her love her children but I have seen her love God and we you know as mothers we go we go through life and we're not perfect but when we are pursuing the Lord I don't remember the imperfections I really don't I was trying to think of them (laughs) but I don't remember the imperfections I remember my mom seeking God. I remember her putting scripture up on her wall when she was believing God for healing in her body. I remember her doing those things. I remember her and my dad just being passionate about the Lord. And so, Mom, I honor you and I appreciate you and I admire you. Because the Amplified Translation says, A woman who fears the Lord reverently, worshiping, obeying, serving, and trusting him with all filled respect, she shall be praised. And her children rise up and call her blessed, happy, prosperous, and to be admired. So thank you, Mom. Let's pray real quick. Father, we just thank you and we praise you for this day. Lord, I thank you for every mother in this place. Lord, I yield myself to you. Lord, I thank you that you help us by the Holy Spirit to say what you want to say, to release what you want to release, Lord, and to speak to hearts today. 
that are receiving. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Amen. All right, so we're going to start off this morning. Um, um, I just, and this message is going to kind of be more from my heart. I thought, Lord, this message is, you know, I want to come with just this, and it is encouraging, but I want to, you know, how about something more, you know, flowery and just encouraging and just, but I believe you'll be encouraged in this because how many know that when truth is spoken of the Lord, there's encouragement in that. We have to learn to receive, um, and it's not, it's, this is not a, like a slap of the hand. This is a, an encouragement to go to a deeper, higher place. If you can go deeper and higher. With the Lord, you can. Yeah. It's possible. But it's a call to go to another level as a mother. And if you're not a mother in here, you can take this into your own personal life as well. But, um, you know, as many of you know, a year ago, from this time, this weekend, the enemy attacked my body. And I remember everything stopped. How many kind of feel like we're living in that time right now? <laughs> everything stopped. All of the things that I thought, you know, that I was strong in, my physical, my physical body, just all of these things that, I mean, even my faith was was tested. I mean, I saw some areas where, okay, I've got to bring some strength to these areas in my life. And God does that for us. And it's so good. And it's because, for one, we all know we're not perfect. But he's called us that we're going from faith to faith, from glory to glory, that at each season that we walk into, God has got another level for us to rise to if we yield to him. And I don't know about you mothers, but I want to rise to another level. I love how Bill Johnson says it. We don't look at the generations before us and think, oh, we've gone so much for, for, uh, farther than they have. We look at the generations and we are catapulted off of the foundation that they laid so that we can go higher. And that's the design. That's the design of raising children and growing them up in the admonition of the Lord, teaching them the word. But... Um, but anyways, I found myself in just this state of, all right, it's time to fight here. And, um, you know, I, I, I can't remember what daughter of mine said this, but I just thought this was so good. And this is not pin a rose on our nose or anything, because we definitely have our faults. But, but this was such a, um, such a truth and a reality. But one of them had mentioned that through this whole, you know, coronavirus thing, are you worried? And one of them said, well, mom and dad aren't worried. So, no, you know. And I, and I just, we, what I want to talk to you about this morning is, is the importance of the, um, the uh, example that we set for our children. That when we come against battles in life, they see us fighting. When we come against an opportunity to walk in love, they see us choosing to walk in love. When we come up against a, a situation where we could be down and, and, and heavy and things like that, that we rejoice because the joy of the Lord is our strength and put on the garment of praise for heaviness so that they see how we react. Does that mean that we do it perfectly all the time? No. But listen, when you are pursuing the Lord, when you are chasing after him, when you are running after him with all of his heart, he has a way of covering your mistakes and not making them so obvious, you know? 
Uh, it's just, and then also, but, but in our realness, being honest and open with our kids. You know, hey, look, we, at, we reacted this way we shouldn't have. This is what the word of God says. There's respect that comes from that. So I actually want to talk to you this morning about, the title of my message is One Thing. And uh, we're going to turn to Luke 10, 38. And I trust you'll be encouraged this morning. One thing I noticed about the message that the, that the Lord laid on my ha- heart for this morning was that how many notice we've been in a, this time of where God is calling us to a deeper level? I mean, last week was awesome. God moved. And, and I know that he's dealing with us about different things in our life that he is calling us to lay down. To set aside. He's challenging us. He's calling us. And uh, so if I know, I know we're all, I know that's a body of Christ thing that God is calling us to. Because you look at the message, the messages about those deeper places, dwelling in the secret place, living there, um, abiding there, living a fasted lifestyle. And so I know you'll be encouraged by this this morning, but we're going to look at Luke 10, and i got to get there, 38 through 42. And I'm going to read it in the New King James first, then I'm going to go to the Amplified, because I figured since I'm a woman, we should use the loud version <laughs> with lots of words. It's for you. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house, and she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to, keep, to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. In the Amplified Translation, verse, um, I'm going to actually start uh, in verse 38. It says, Now while they were on their way, Jesus entered a village called Bethany, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mara, Mary, who seated herself at the Lord's feet and was continually listening to him. Now listen, I want you to notice something about Mary. Mary was not just somebody who sat around. She did work when it was time to work. She did do the responsibilities and the things that she needed to, knew needed to be done. She, 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 I'm sure, was serving with Martha. That's what they did. This generation could learn a thing or two <laughs> about that. But, but they were, uh, she wasn't a lazy person. It doesn't say that. It says that her sister was going about preparing and doing all these things, and Mary found herself seated at Jesus' feet. See, what I love about Mary is her yieldedness. We as mothers, we can get so caught up in the things we do and the, and the schedules and, the, and the, all of the, we've got this and we've got this and my kid needs this and this kid needs this and this kid needs this. But we need to have the heart of Mary that says, it's time to go sit at Jesus' feet. 
She recognized that. It's time to sit at the master's feet and listen and hear and attend to and just be in that presence, be with him. She recognized that Jesus was speaking. And when Jesus is speaking and when Jesus uh, was sitting there and teaching, she realized in that moment all the other things aren't important. All the other scheduled things, the the things that Martha was so concerned about, all the distractions, all of the, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. She realized Jesus is here and he's speaking and I will not miss his words. In verse 40 it says, but Martha was very busy and distracted with all of her serving responsibilities. She had a priority problem. Ouch. Right? She had a priority problem. She was distracted and very busy. And she approached him and she said, Lord, see, something you got to notice about Martha, she called him Lord. She had a relationship with him. She loved him. She loved him. And the things that she was, was doing, which she was distracted with and filling her time with, they weren't sin. They're not sinful things. They were needful things. It's what they do. They serve. They, they're people of hospitality. They work. They, they make the meals. But she didn't recognize the Lord calling her. Because of the many distractions. Because of the many things. We're in this season where we've lost a lot of those things. And I would hope that as believers, it's kind of been an eye-opener. That we are called, we're not just called to just be busy with our things and then, and then Jesus on the side. We're, we are called to be busy with the things of God and then allow him to add the things to us. Not the other way around. And she said, is it of no concern to you that my sister has left me to do serving alone? Tell her to help me and do her part. But the Lord replied to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered and anxious about so many things. It's easy to do, isn't it? Life just gets rolling. You get into your schedule. I've got this, 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 and this. I've got this to do. I've got to make the dinner. I've got to take my kid to this. I've got to take my kid to that. I've got to take my kid to this. I've got to take my kid to that. And all of these things that we're doing, we label as I am a good mother because I keep it all together. I make this, this world here turn, you know. But 
But the Lord replied to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered and anxious about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, that which is to her advantage, which will not be taken away from her. Some translations read the good portion. Mary has chosen the good portion. When we come to the realization of what John, it says in John, without him you can do nothing. When we come to the realization that he is our everything, he is our breath, he created mothers, he created fathers, he created the family, he created it all, it was his idea, it was his design. So as a good God and a perfect creator, he knew they're going to need this grace and this grace and this grace and this grace. This ability. Grace is his ability working in you and through you. His, you they're going to need this grace and this grace and this grace. But if we don't sit at his feet, we lay aside the grace and pick up our own strength to do the things that he's called us to do and that he's designed us to do and that he has purposed us to do. And I'll tell you what, in that place, you will always feel tired. You will always feel worn out. You will always feel like you don't have quite enough to give. You always feel like heavy and overburdened because God's design was is that we first come and we know and we're yielded enough to know it's time to sit at God's feet. This is where I get my strength. This is the only way I survive. This is the only way I can even be a mom who is a who with a woman of of God, a heart after God. This is the only way that I can have enough strength to be a mother. This is the only way that I can have the wisdom to be a mother. Because guys, our children need to see us get on our face before God. They need to see us fight the good fight of faith. They need to see us call on him. They need to see us worship him. They need to see us um, have such awe and respect for him. They need to see us respond out of the word of God to different situations in our life. They need to see us worship him with our life. That doesn't mean we don't make mistakes, but if you are purposed to do that, if we are purposed to, God, I call on you, I call on you, I seek you first. Lord, my main purpose is to seek you first, and then you add all the things, you add them to me. Listen, sometimes he will not add things that we think we should have. <laughs> but see, what's happened is we're adding all the things, and then... Jesus, help me. <laughs> we first seek the kingdom. We first seek his face. We first seek his wisdom. We first seek his word. We seek his very presence. And then we add the things. If those things are out of balance... You will not feel like you're going to make it. God is so good. He's so merciful. He knows exactly what we need at just the right time. He knows the words we need in just the right situation to speak to our children. He knows. He's good. 
He wants you to be successful at being a mother. Isaiah 48, 17 says, Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. The Passion Translation says, I am the one who teaches you how to succeed, who leads you step by step in the way that you should go. He's the one that shows us where to go, for his ways are higher than ours. They're higher than ours. And more than anything, our children need to see that we are so captivated by our relationship with God. That we are so in love with our Father God that we are willing to lay down anything. And this is, man, this is a truth the Lord showed me just probably about a year ago. But he said, listen, you are raising your kids with kingdom-mindedness. We don't raise our kids the way that we, you know, you can do anything you want, child. That sounds nice, but no, it's not true. You can do anything God has called you to do because he's equipped you to do it. He's anointed you to do it. He's given you every tool you need to do it. And those are the things that we look into our children and we say there's a gift there, there's a gift there, there's a gift there. All right, we're going to mold that into what God has created because they belong to God. They don't belong to me. I get to mother, I get the privilege of mothering my children and raising them up in the, in the nurture, the admonition of the Lord. But they are for his kingdom. They are for God. They are for his purpose. And I need all the help I can get. Not because my kids are bad. They're very good. But just because... Because I can look and I can say, Lord, we're dealing with this situation. How do you want me to handle it? And when you look to the Lord to deal a situation, there is always a victory on the other side. Every single time. Because God doesn't lose. You can't lose with him. You can't lose in him. He wins. He's already won. And so our job as a mother, as parents, is to say, all right, God, what are the gifts? What are the callings? Help me to nurture those things. Help me to weed out the things that are just things, just distractions, just something extra. And it's not bad to have extra things, but listen, hear my heart in this. Allow God to add the things to you. Allow him to add the things to you. Because we look at all of the, you know, man, when I was, when the kids were young and playdates was a thing. Oh my goodness, if you didn't have like 10 playdates in the week, you were a bad mother. You know? I don't know if that still goes on now. I have no idea. I'm sure there are other things. But, but those are not the things that make your child a success. The things that make your child a success are when they see their mom on their face believing God for something. When they see their mother in the word declaring it over their life. When they see their mother uh, worshiping God and nobody's around but they're hiding somewhere. When you see your mom um, 
it, it looks like a tough and impossible situation, but say, we are not stopping, we are not giving up because our God is faithful. We will continue to march forward. What an awesome, awesome responsibility and call that we have to raise them up to be men and women of God. Men and women that, that stand on the word. Men and women that when things get difficult, they say, hey, I remember my mama. She put scripture verse all over the wall when she was believing God for healing. And it worked. What a privilege. What a privilege that God has given us to take his child that he has gifted us with and raise them up for him and for his service. In Lamentations 3, 21 through 25, it says, But this I call to mind, therefore I have hope. It is because of the Lord's loving kindness that we are not consumed, because his tender compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great and beyond measure is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion and he is my inheritance, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope in him and wait expectantly for him. The Lord is good to those who wait confidently for him, to those who seek him on the authority of God's word. He is everything we need to be a success. He is everything we need to be a success. And sometimes in my own life, I've had to just lay things aside. All right, let's unpack this all. Lord, help me pack it back in of the necessary things so that I'm not carrying around extra luggage and baggage that I don't need that hinder me, that make me feel weighted down because, listen, his He's light. He's easy. It's easy to bear. He's faithful. What you can do does not make you a good mother. It's who you will be in him that will make you a good mother. A godly mother. And then out of that being, out of that being in Christ is where you do and it's blessed and anointed and full of favor and grace. I, th I find it interesting where, you know, in this time where everybody's stripped of different things, but it's, but I kind of saw it this way. Are you left with no identity when things are stripped away? Are you left with no joy? Are you left with confusion? Are you left with no purpose? Are you left with no hope? Are you left with bewilderment and feeling lost? Are you left with no aim? If we can say yes to these things when things are stripped away, we don't have our focus right. We don't have our focus on God. You are not just a mother. You are not just a friend. You are not the cooker and the cleaner and the ironer and the and the uh, the driver arounder. What do they call that? Taxi. <laughs> Taxi. 
You are not just, you're not those things. You are a child of God, and those are the things that you do through his leading in his grace and his ability. You're a child of God first and foremost. In Matthew 6, it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He knows what our responsibilities are. He knows what our jobs are. He knows what we have to do. Sometimes I think that, <laughs> well, God, you don't really know what I have to do. I don't have time to spend time with you. I've got this and this and this and this and this and this and this. I'm telling you, there's no rest in that. There is only rest and strength when you seek him first and allow him to add the things. He is the one thing. And don't worry about your kids. He cares about them more than you do. If that's even possible, right? It is, because he's perfect in his love. He's perfect in his care. The design is to seek him first and allow him to add the things. We are raising our kids with kingdom mindsets. We are raising our children to prepare them to do what God has called them to do, not what we think they should do. We help them to find out what God is calling them to do. We help them to see the gifts that God has placed on the inside of them and the calling that he has on their life, whether it be a doctor, a teacher, whatever it is. We help them to find those, and then we nurture those. We nurture them and build those things. There's a lot of parents around that think that their kid is going to be the next NBA star. So they fill their life with things that will prepare them to be an NBA star. But yet they neglect the one thing that when they're in a crisis, when they're in a tough spot, will see them through, and that is their relationship with the Lord. So I just want to encourage you women and men in here, let your kids see your passionate desire to serve the Lord. Let them hear the word of God come out of your mouth. Let them see the joy of the Lord on you when you're walking through a trial. Let them hear you pray in the Holy Ghost. Let them hear you pray and declare the word over situations. That is our one main priority. Because without that in their life, the word says in John 15, 5, without him you can do nothing. So you can seem the most successful in everything, but if God is left out, you can do nothing of eternal value. And we got some good kids. They are full. They are in a, this, this where they get to see the move of God and the presence of God in a place. We've got good kids, and they've got good things to do, things for God. So allow the Lord to speak to you about your kids. Pray that direction. Nurture that direction. Allow him to lead you. But first it takes us picking that one thing that cannot be taken away. That is our portion. It's our portion 
It cannot be stripped away. The portion talks about your inheritance. Boy, what a rich inheritance we have in Jesus Christ. An inheritance that leaves us full of supply and grace and ready to tackle everything we come up against. He is the good portion. And more than all of the meals they made and more of all of the times you took them here and took them there, they will remember the God moments. I guarantee it. Because that's what I remember. How many of you adults in here remember God moments with your parents? If you had godly parents, you remember God moments. Those will stick with them for eternity. So, um, we need to see, they need to see faith. They need to see me walk in the love of God. They need to see me speak his word. They need to see me pray. They need to see my humility. They need to see me lay aside some of the other things to be with him. They need to see me yielded to him. It's the most important thing you can teach your kid is to yield to God and to love him with all your heart. So we're going to pray. And we got done a little bit early today, but that's okay. It's hot in here. A woman, verse 30 in, in Proverbs 31, a woman who fears the Lord, reverently worshiping, obeying, serving, and trusting him with awe-filled respect, she will be praised. Our kids need to see a solid foundation of a life wholly turned over to him. And he'll take care of all the rest. Learn to be led by him. So there's no condemnation here. God does not bring condemnation. But if he's speaking for us to go deeper, that is a good thing. That is a God thing. So I'm going to pray over you mothers, and then we've got a special gift for you when you leave, so don't um, forget to grab that. But Father, we just thank you and we praise you for this day. Lord, I just lift up every mother to you right now. Father, I pray that, Lord, I thank you for the graces and the ability and the, the peace and, and everything that you are that you've imparted to them, Lord God. Father, I pray that, Lord, when they're in their time with you, Lord, that it would go to even deeper levels, that revelation would come, it would just flow in those times, that there would be such strength that would come and rise up from the inside, Lord God, and from your word that would help them to be the mother that you have created them to be, one that leans on God, one that, one that serves him, serves you with all of her heart, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the graces. I thank you for your ability. I thank you that you love us so much. We just honor you this morning. We thank you that you created mothers to nurture and to teach us the ways of the kingdom. So we praise you, Lord. We thank you for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you guys. Have an awesome, blessed Mother's Day. Any other announcements before they leave? Wednesday night, we'll see you. We've only got a few more Wednesday nights for the adults, um, but youth will continue through the summer. So we love you. Blessings. Thank you for taking time to listen today. 
If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.